Hello, this is Father Michael Eads from the Toronto Oratory, and you're listening to Lexio et Oratio, a short spiritual reading podcast followed by a reflection. Abandonment to Divine Providence by Jean-Pierre de Caussade, S.J., Book 1, Chapter 2, Section 11. Everything is supernaturalized by the divine action. Continued. Yes, divine love. To what heights of supernatural, sublime, and admirable, and incomparable virtue would all souls arrive if they would but be satisfied with your action? Yes, if they would leave the matter in this divine hand, they would attain to the imminent degree of perfection. Everyone would arrive at it because it is offered to all. No effort is required because the work accomplishes itself. Every soul possesses in you an infinitely perfect model. And by your action, which works ceaselessly to this end, is rendered like this model. If all souls were faithful copies of this divine example, they would all speak, act, and live divinely. They would not require to copy each other, but would be singled out by the divine influence, and each would be rendered unique by the most simple and ordinary things. By what means, O oh my God, can I make your creatures appreciate what is offered to them? Must I, who possess so great a treasure with which I could enrich the whole world, see souls perish in poverty? Must I behold them withering like plants in a desert, when I can show them the source of living waters? Come, foolish souls, you who have not an atom of sensible devotion, you too who possess no talent, nor even the rudiments of education, you who cannot understand a single spiritual term, who stand astonished at the eloquence of the learned whom you admire, come and I will teach you a secret which will place you far beyond these clever minds. I will make perfection so easy to you that you will find it everywhere and in everything. I will unite you to God and make you walk hand in hand with him from the moment that you begin practicing what I will teach you. Come, not to study the map of the spiritual country, but to possess it. To walk in it at your ease without fear of losing your way. Come, not to study the theory of divine grace, nor to find out what it has accomplished in the past and still continues to accomplish but to become simply subject to its operations. It is not necessary that you should understand what it has said to others, nor to repeat the words intended only for them and which you have overheard, but you yourself will receive from it what is best for you. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Angels of God, our guardians, dear, to whom God's love commits us here, ever this day be at our side, to light and guard, to rule and guide. Amen.
Most sacred heart of Jesus, teacher of teachers, have mercy on us. Saint Philip Neri, gentle guide of youth, patron of thy own, vessel of the Holy Ghost, pray for us. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. And do you remember in the book, Imitation of Christ, how Thomas Akempis says that it's better to be humble than to know how to define humility. There, Thomas Akempis was talking to learned men. He was talking to men who had logical definitions, theological treatments of virtues like humility, but they didn't actually possess them themselves. And Thomas Akempis was urging them don't worry about having all the theories correct. It's better to actually be humble. Well, although Dick Assad is saying something similar in this chapter, but he's talking to simple people. He's talking not to the learned, not to professors of theology. He's talking to people who can't even understand those books people who seem to have no eloquence, no ability to speak to others, people who seem to have no talent. Maybe they don't even have much education. And not only that, it's people who don't have any sensible devotion. They feel dry. They look at other people praying fervently and they feel no fervor. And Father de Kassad says, you who are in that those categories, you who are like that, come and I will show you the path to perfection. Being perfect as your heavenly father is perfect does not require one to be learned. It doesn't require one to have great feelings of devotion. It doesn't require you to be able to give great speeches. The secret of perfection is not being able to explain perfection. The secret of perfection is to follow God's will at every moment and in all things. The secret of perfection is to be faithful in what God is doing in your soul and my soul here and now. The secret of perfection, the secret of becoming holy, is to be in union with God, to give ourselves to what he is doing. You know, when Pope Benedict was giving his first homily after he was elected Pope many years ago, he said, my plan as Pope my plan put before you is very simple. It's to listen with the whole church to Christ and to do what he says. That's my program as Pope. To listen with the whole church to Christ and to do what he says. Well, that's very much what Father de Cossard is preaching. That divine love is arranging everything in our lives 
Divine love is guiding things. He's the artist. And we have to simply be docile to what he is doing in us. The work that he's accomplishing. And this does not require us to look around and compare ourselves and worry what God is doing in other souls. No, he's creating a masterpiece, many masterpieces. In fact, one great masterpiece, which is the perfection of his mystical body. And you and I will only fully see why we are the way we are when this masterpiece is finished. So let us concentrate ourselves in the divine love. As we go forward in Advent, these last two weeks, let us concentrate ourselves in the divine love. Let us remember that God has become a child because he wants to be loved, because he's lovable in himself. And everything he does is gentle and lovable. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.